In this episode of the Unfold the Soul, bless his heart, leadership podcast, I had to learn how to get out of my own way so folks can own their own stuff. Your shit, your show. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, bless his heart. The name, Ken Williams. Sometimes you roll the dice with something you're feeling in your gut. I spent a good part of the morning working through issues with some parents. The first interaction was one that I was somewhat proud of because I made it clear to teachers recently that I would not be the only one cleaning up their mess. If they got into tough situations as a result of poor judgment, poor choices, and poor decision making, then I was going to make them accountable. But once again, sorry ass Mr. Klondike let a fight break out in his room. Word on the street is that the students were left unattended, but the bottom line is the mom of one of these students was upset about the incident, the lack of supervision, and the poor communication. I'm proud of myself for placing the ball right in Mr. Klondike's court. I arranged for a short-term coverage And then when that parent arrived at the school this morning, I had his ass conduct the meeting with her. She confronted him and let him know what she was upset about. I might as well have had a bucket of popcorn and a soda watching this. My second parent issue occurred when Dwayne's parents came up to school loaded for bear. Dwayne apparently hit the teacher and as a result, I suspended him. Well, mom was furious mainly because she'd wanted him out of this teacher's class since February. Admittedly, I was trying to put that off so we could give it more time, hoping things would level off. Because all the other classes had their share of behavioral shits. So I didn't want... Boy, I really meant it when I said I'm going to read this stuff uncensored and unvarnished. Yeah, so... uh, Each of the other classes had their share of behavioral shits. So I didn't want to move them. Well, all that came to a head today is mom and dad came in to meet with Thomas. Mrs. Thomas. I arranged for the meeting. And that meeting went sour inside of 30 seconds. The parents were aggressive and Thomas was tactless and defensive. What a fucking mess she is. Frankly, I was embarrassed at her communication skills. Maybe she'll do better at Rivers Edge Elementary School where she is busting her ass to go. Because apparently those kids live on that side of town and that's what she's been looking for. baby let's get into this there are a lot of layers here man one of the benefits of getting older is just the wisdom of experience i think if i would have uh done this podcast uh, 15 years ago 
I'd probably just focus wholly and solely on the behaviors of the teachers, you know, the lack of professionalism and how we're trying to clean things up. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I tell people all the time now, I'm not a researcher. I'm a practitioner and I just have a feel for people and I just know shit. I just, (laughs) that's not the biggest credibility building statement. I should say things like, and I read this research, but I just know shit, man. I know shit. So let me tell you what I know about this. We're still in the middle of my first year there, and it is a complete shit show. And you, you see the title, Your Shit, Your Show. Because what began happening, what was happening was, I was cleaning up a lot of that mess. And there was a lot of mess to clean up. And I know a piece of it was, you know, one, I want to fix stuff and make it go away. Two, if I step in, parents and other stakeholders will see that there's a new shaft in town, right? A new world order going on here. Uh, new leadership. And hopefully, once we get past whatever the issue was, you know, they can look and listen and say, okay, I'm impressed with this dude, you know? Let's say something else, but this is a podcast for professionals. Uh, so a part of me was hoping that. Now, those outcomes and intentions are fine, but the way I went about it did not serve my staff because what was happening was I was jumping in and trying to fix shit. I was just fixing too much stuff. And even though fixing sounds fine, right, the outcome in and of itself, but the process I went through uh, neutered my staff because it, it, it shielded them from the consequences of their behavior And I can't tell you whether this kind of just kind of jump in and try to fix it culture existed before I was there. I can only be responsible for what happened during my tenure. And I just know that in the beginning, just an attempt to try to put fires out, to try to put a better face on things, you know, I can tell you a part of my thinking was what used to happen in the news uh, way, way back in the day. It still happens now, too, but back in the day, man. You know, and I'm black, so (laughs) this is just something that went on with black folks in my family. You're watching the news, man, and there's some negative event happens, and there's a whole crowd of black people there. Maybe it happened in the hood or something. And it's just inevitable. The damn reporter back in the day, man, they would like wade through people who look like they came from like professional jobs. And people who uh, were uh, appeared to be uh, educated and articulate, and they would find the most mumble mouth, uh, poorly educated folks splitting verbs like hell. They would always seem to find that person in a crowd, just like, uh, no, move over, uh, Ken. Let me get this cat right here. And that's how I felt about some of my teachers, man. It's just. They just put like our worst foot forward with parents that I just jumped in too damn early. I jumped in too early and I found myself solving a lot of their problems prematurely. Like they should have been involved with it. And it also shields you from consequence, right? Everybody has freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom from the consequences of what you say. And that's what was happening. They, they not only have freedom of speech, 
so they can cut the damn fool. But then they didn't have to even deal with the consequence because I was busy dealing with that, with you know other objectives in mind. And so you got to be careful about that. You know, things things changed a good bit once I started putting them in front of the parents, right? Your shit, your show. You create this shit show. I'm going to clean this stuff up because I would just find like events and incidents would be just repeat themselves until they felt the consequence. So it wasn't until I allowed things to play out and it was uncomfortable sometimes because, you know, like with uh, what name did I give her? Thomas. With Thomas, man, I wanted to butt in and I wanted to say the right words, you know, the the right things to deescalate that situation. And I had to sit and listen to her go through the process, which was damn cringeworthy at times. Personally, I think the biggest lesson is this, and that is returning to what I've mentioned in several episodes, what I call the reflective eye, as in the letter I. The reflective eye. Anytime things are going wrong at the school, I ask myself these six questions. What have I done or not done to cause the situation? What have I said or not said to cause this situation? And what have I confronted or not confronted to cause this situation? And in this situation, uh, what I did to help cause it was to enable, to get in there and problem solve way too quickly on the front end, trying to make the pain go away. But it wasn't serving to strengthen the communication skills, the relationships with parents, uh, with my teachers. So I had to own that. And uh, again, it was it was cringeworthy sitting in both those parent meetings was cringeworthy. But it served it served a greater good. And so that's where we are. We are back. Season three, the unfolded soul blesses heart leadership podcast. Please share it with someone. Other great episodes are coming up soon. My book, Ruthless Equity, Disrupt the Status Quo and Ensure Learning for All Students is out. It has been met with phenomenal response. I know this is less than humble, but uh, I prayed on it. And listen, our kids can't afford me to be humble. This book needs to be in the hands of every single educator without question. And that's not about selling books. That's about impact. I can make you one solid promise when you read this book. You will not utter the phrase. This book reminds me of another book I read. You will not utter that phrase. Ruthless Equity is my defining work. It's everything I believe, everything I know. It will change the game. It clarifies equity, which has been pulled in 500,000 different directions. So pick up your copy now. You can find it on Amazon.com. Just search Ruthless Equity, Ken Williams. Or I've got 
a large amount of demand for signed copies. If you want a signed copy of Ruthless Equity, go to my website, unfoldthesoul.com, go to the store in the menu tab and order Ruthless Equity from my website. You'll see this information in, in the notes as well. Lastly, for schools and districts that would like to order 20 or more copies of Ruthless Equity, I am offering a 20% discount. That's 20% off of the list price if you order 20 copies or more. To do that, go to unfoldthesoul.com slash bulk20, the number two zero. It's unfoldthesoul.com slash bulk20. Get your copy of Ruthless Equity today. It is a game changer, baby. On the next episode of the Unfold the Soul, bless his heart, leadership podcast. Listen, I hear lots of things about it takes three to five years to change a culture. I'm telling you, it doesn't take that long to start seeing results. We started seeing them within several months. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul, Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.